Hey guys, what's going on? Um, I wanted to talk this podcast, and I don't know if I'm going to have any seasons or anything like that, but if there's anything that I'd like to talk about when it comes to this podcast, I, I want to talk about anger. You know, and I was just watching this YouTube video of this young man getting sentenced to life, you know, for, uh, for, for killing a kid. Um, and it kind of sucks for him in a way. And people, you know, in a sense, people are going to be like, oh, you know what? Forget that guy. F that guy. You know, screw him. He deserves to be in jail for the rest of his life. Um, but I kind of look at him and I kind of feel sorry for him because I know what it's like to have anger and be lost of control and do something horrible and be like, oh, my God, what the fuck did I just do? Or maybe this guy has no remorse for what he did. But, but I, I, by the looks of it, he did. He was crying his ass off. But, but everybody loses their temper. You know, everybody gets triggered in a way and, res- and some people respond to their emotions. And it's almost like, well, it's, is, it, is it really his fault for having that anger? I mean, how do you know if the guy wasn't, you know, put through trauma as a child? Was he sexually, you know, molested? Was, was he physically beaten? You know, these traumas that he probably, probably grew up with that when um, he gets triggered and these emotions resurface and he responds to it, he does something very awful. You know, I just, I, my, my heart goes out to, to some prisoners and some people with anger and people just don't seem to understand. Yeah, they, they don't understand these people, you know, and, and I'm kind of look at them and I'm like, wow, maybe, maybe they're not as bad as we think they are. It's just they had a bad upbringing, you know, and uh, can you really blame a person? Can you really blame anybody for how they are, you know? But the, what it really comes down to is we all have a choice, right? We do have a choice. But, you know, our impulses and, you know, subconsciously what, what, what we're limit, we're going throughout our lives and we think we're mad about this one particular little thing. It could be like, you know, it could just be like, oh, man, you know, you got to take the garbage out, you know, and you're so fucking pissed off that you got to take the garbage out. But in reality, you know, you're not pissed off about taking out the garbage, really. You're, you're pissed off about something else that you suppressed in your life and that's resurfacing because you have to take the garbage out. Or anything that's related to your anger that's tied to the past, you know. And I guess that's what I'm trying to say is exactly that. Um, you know, I, I've, been, I've been angry at, at, at the littlest things, you know. And I'm like, am I really angry at these things? Like, no, I'm angry about something else, you know. I'm at work. I work for the railroad. And, you know, when I have to do a task, I'm so pissed off I have to do this one little thing. And it's like... No, I'm really not mad about that. I'm mad about something else. You know, maybe we're not mad about these little things that we have to do. We're 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 we're, we're mad uh, about something that that happened to our past. Something that things that we're suppressing. So what we need to do is really sit there with our thoughts, sit there with our feelings, and and see what we're really feeling. It's trauma releasing. You know, and we can, you can do to 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 trauma release is really trigger yourself go out there and talk to a girl or go out there and uh you know do something that's really going to trigger you in a sense where where you're going to get nervous and uh you know you're going to release that release trauma release you know for instance like trauma right and this this works with a lot of introverts and people who are angry and people you know kind of like myself you know I could be introvert I could be angry I could be you know, uh, when you go out, you know, and you see a beautiful woman, you get triggered right away. And you're like, <gasps> you get super duper nervous and, and you start sweating palms and, and your adrenaline starts going. You get all nervous and you want to say something to her, but you can't because you got triggered. You know, like you're, 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 
you're, you're all worked up because, you know, you, you don't know how to, what to say to this girl. And uh, in reality, that, that, that's a bunch of stuff that you're suppressing into your life, you know, things that happened, that, that, that happened in the past. You know, and trauma could be anything, you know. Uh, this one guy named Julian Blank, he was a dating coach. He's a life coach now. And I, I took one of his seminars, and he talks about uh, suppressing our emotions and our emotions that are linked to the past. You know, trauma could be anything. Trauma could be, like, your mom yelling at you and, like, get out of the kitchen, you know. Or, you know, and then, like, right there when you were a little kid, your mom yelled at you. And that, that was a traumatic experience that stuck with you throughout your whole life. So, so if anybody raises their voice at you, right away you get triggered when you have that nervousness, uh, anxiety feeling, you know. Uh, nervousness can be, you know, and, uh, trauma could be when, like when you fell off your bike, you know, when you were a kid or when you got spanked by a parent or you saw a scary mask, you know. Those tra- traumatic things that happen at a young age that, that you know, Tie us, tie us into the future and, and it resurfaces and we don't know what's going on, you know, so um, but, you know, I see this in a lot of people when I go out and I see groups of people and, and I'm on my uh, I'm walking, I have my sunglasses on, you know, and I'm looking at each and every individual and it's it's crazy but it's almost true, it's almost like everybody's a sheep Everybody doesn't make eye contact. Nobody really wants to make eye contact. Everybody's looking down around the other way. Yeah, every now and then you might run into a goat, you know, where he's looking right back at you. But even then, you know, that 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 goat would look down or look around or that goat doesn't want to go and approach this woman or he's in his own world and everybody's in their own world and everybody's looking down and up, you know, and like and around, you know, we're there's just a series of like triggerness, I guess. Everybody's everybody's nervous and scared, you know. Like, and um, we all we all like that's what makes me look at everybody throughout the world, or like big groups of big groups of uh, crowds. Like everybody's been through. Everybody's had a traumatic experience that happened in life. Everybody's been through trauma, you know. So um, and and including including myself. So I, I it made me it made it a lot easier for me for social gatherings. You know, uh, I used to get really nervous before I went out, you know, and, and I would drink a lot. I would do cocaine. I would snore cocaine. I would drink a bunch of beer. I would do drink a bunch of alcohol so I could use that as a social lubricant so I could get the neurochemistry in my brain to kick in and I could go over there and talk to any woman that I wanted, you know. And, um, and I used to do this with Molly. I used to do this with MDMA. And MDMA was the best drug to, to do it in. I mean, it really helps you out, uh, but the the thing is, is I'm not, I, I, and I'm not saying that MDMA, you can't use that as a therapeutic way to, 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 to do it, because I'm now it's using it for therapy for, for people who, who've been through, for PTS, for post-traumatic stress disorders, and people that have been through trauma in their life, and they're using it uh, as, uh, as, as, as therapy. And it's really helping people out. And our belief system about ourselves, you know, um, you know, the negative feelings that we have each day, you know, like, you know, when, when I wake up in the morning and my mind is completely cleared and then, boom, my mind starts kicking in with all these thoughts. I'm like, oh, my gosh, you know, that, that's me again. That's all my that's my belief systems. That's my thought patterns and everything. Well, MDMA could, could seem to change, change all that, you know, but it's a boost of neurochemistry. It's just releasing all that all that, you know, dopamine, serotonin, you know, all those chemicals in your brain that, 
that give you a positive, you know, altered, you know, lateral thinking state. Um, but, uh, you know, being sober, I mean, I, I mean, how is this, how is it going to help me, you know, face my traumas? It, it is, it's going to help me a lot. But, uh, you know, the challenge for me would be do it sober, you know, and, um, and go get triggered and feel that tri- triggeredness and release it, you know, release the, the, the trauma that you've been in your life, you know. Uh, one of the things I did last weekend, I was riding in my car and I looked out the, my window of my car and I seen everybody outside. Everybody's outside. I mean, you know, going to the bars and clubs over here in Chicago. And I'm like, you know what? I parked my car. I walked out, you know, paid the meter, went into a bar all by myself. I didn't even drink. I was like, you know what? I'm going to sit here and I'm going to do it and I'm going to approach. And I only approached one woman and she was with her friend. And I approached them both, and I went up to them, and I spoke to them. And it was a challenge for me. It really was to go out there by yourself and to approach a woman by yourself and not to use drinking as a social lubricant. Yeah, it was, it was, it was a bit, you know, for me to, to uh, trigger me in a way where, you know, I am going to get anxious. I am going to feel, you know, nervous, you know. But, but you know, all that, all that stuff that I had inside me, I released it, you know, and it, and it felt good. You know, and I got the girl's number and I walked away. Unfortunately, I don't, I, don't, I don't think I hear from her, but that's not the point. The point wasn't to go, the point was the challenge itself. The point was for me that, that I could do this. And it worked out really well for me. Um, and I recommend people to do this, like go out there and, and do things that are going to trigger you, you know, and release that trauma. You know, it's releasing past traumas that happen into your life. You could do this with open mics. You could do this with... Uh, acting, you could do this with um, improv, you know, you could do this with like performing, you could, anything that's going to trigger you, you could go up to a complete stranger in the grocery store and tell them a completely uh, embarrassing story that, that will help you uh, get triggered and to release that trauma. And uh, I'm thinking about exercises myself on what I could do to go release some traumas. It's easier said than done, you know. I mean, I could already, just, just the idea itself of me doing that right now makes me nervous. I'm like, oh my gosh, like, how am I going to do that, you know. Um, but, yeah, so releasing your trauma, facing your fears, um, and, and, you know, Maybe maybe uh, talk to your parents, you know, talk, talk to people that, you know, my, my traumatic experience that happened in my life, you know, there's, there was this one babysitter that I had, and I haven't seen her in a while, and I saw her, and I saw her when I was young, I think I might have saw her when I was like, I don't know, like four, 15, 16, or something like that, or I don't know how old I was, maybe I was like, you know, in my teenage years, and I saw her, and she saw me, and she's like, oh my God. And I'm like, hey, what's going on? You used to babysit me. She's like, yeah, I used to whoop your fucking ass. And I was like, I, I was like, oh my gosh, like what? This girl used to whoop my ass when I was a fucking young, 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 young boy. I was a, I was a young little boy and she used to whoop my ass. I didn't even know that. You know, and here I am living my life. Living my life. You know, being mad about certain things, being nervous and scared about certain things in my life, not even knowing that this girl put me through trauma. 
this girl used to whoop my ass. And when, when she told me that, I remembered, I remembered, I was like, oh, wait a second, she did whip my ass really bad one time. And this was when I was a kid, you know, I was so young, I was such a good young kid that I, I didn't even tell my mom and dad this because I was too small, I didn't even talk at the time. But I remember one time she grabbed me by my arm when I was watching television and she, she like pulled me up on my arm and she just spanked my back, my ass really hard. She dropped me to the ground. I was crying. That was a traumatic experience, you know. I was like, oh, my gosh, now I remember. This girl put me through trauma. You know, my, my dad had this young girl come and, you know, babysit me. And a little they know, she used to beat me. And it was a traumatic experience she put me through, you know. And there was another babysitter who whooped my ass. So I had two people whoop my ass when I was a kid. And there was a lot of trauma they put me through. And uh, my, of course, my mom and my dad whooped my ass. Uh, not, like my, not, like, not like my babysitter, so I don't think. But, uh, yeah, so I had a series of ass whoopings. So a series of just multiple traumas. And then one guy, you know, he picked me up in his arms. I thought he was trying to abduct me. But I don't think he was. He was, because uh, I know him. I, I, he, was a, he, he worked at the grocery store and... I went down the street fucking with the garage door and he got mad and angry and picked me up and I was just a little child and he was just doing it playfully. I, I think, I, I know he was uh, just so that he could get me a rage from the garage door and I responded in the way where I thought I was being abducted and I was screaming, I was yelling, I was, I was scratching him and hitting him and very traumatic experience for me. Um, and I suppressed all that, you know. The next day I, I didn't think about it and went into my subconscious and there I am living my life all over again. You know, I know I ramble on a bit, but, you know, every time you look into the news and you see a guy or a girl, um, you know, somebody that done, they've done something horrific, like they killed one of their kids, they beat one of their childs, they did this, they did that. Um, Would you say like maybe and, and, and if in most cases, in most cases, yes, the people who who put other people through abuse is because they've been physically abused, sexually um, assaulted, um, sexually, uh, you know, just assaulted in general, you know. Some of the, 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 the meanest criminals have been really, really fucking abused really badly. And then they grow older and they, they do the same thing all over again. To, you know, it's just this cycle just repeats itself. Uh, we need to start being more aware more focused on our thought. We need to be the observer of our own thoughts and our emotions so that this doesn't happen. You know, we need to, we need to make this a, a more of a norm. You know, somebody like Dr. Joe Dispenza that I've been, you know, really looking into in his videos, and it's very awesome on what this guy says. This guy is just kick-ass. I mean, he's yet to be the observer of your own thoughts and your emotions and quit living by the hormones of stress. And, you know, everything is just working on autopilot against you. And uh, you could change that, you know. You don't have to have these emotions and these thoughts kicking in at the same time, like, you know, on autopilot. And, and, and we feel like, and, and when it does that, you think that, oh, wait, this is my life. This is how things are supposed to go. And you, there you are sitting there listening, listening to your emotions. And when you listen to your emotions, you think that it's true. Your emotions tell you that something's true. You know, like if 
something pisses you off, like, oh, this girl didn't text me back and you're pissed off, you're going to respond in that emotion because you think that emotion is like, you know, telling you that it's the truth or not. Don't fucking listen to your emotions. Your emotions are fucking bullshit. Don't listen to them. I, if I didn't, if I'd be married by, I'd be, I would be married already if I didn't listen to my fucking emotions. Just because this girl did that. If, if people, people don't make you feel anything. You're the one who makes you feel that. You're, you feel that. Whatever you're feeling, whatever you respond or react to, whatever how mad you get, that's all on you. Don't blame your external environment. It's all inside you. Just because you feel this way doesn't mean that it's true. You know, don't believe those thoughts. Don't believe those feelings. And I'm talking about feelings here. You know, there's people that are killing each other, murdering each other based on our feelings. You know, we have to do better. We have to do this. And I wanted to make this podcast because of that kid that I saw. And I, I you know, I, I, it just looked like he really wanted to do good in life, and he just wants to have his whole life ahead of him, and he's just so freaking sorry for for hurting that child or killing him, and um, maybe the guy just had a bad, bad upbringing, and he was physically, sexually abused growing up as a child, and then, then he does it to some other child, and he's just been good his whole life. It's just, you know, something inside of him just resurfaced as he got triggered, you know, and uh, now he has to live the rest of his life in jail, you know. We, you know, it's, it's psychology. We're trying to understand these people. Um, but yeah, that's pretty much all I have to say, you know. I don't know. I'm not justifying anyone's acts for what they do. I'm just saying, like, why can't, why can't we ask questions? Why can't we look into this? Who is this guy? What's his upbringing? How was he raised? You know, oh, does it matter? What should it matter? Like, in a way, yeah, you know, we're all, all not perfect. None of us are perfect. We all make mistakes. We all fuck up one way or another. You know, we got to think about this. You know, we really do. Anyways, um, thank you for tuning in. I, I really wanted to talk about this, about our emotions, and really get to know who you are, you know, you, you know, you should know, you know, next time you're, you're, you're pissed off, you're happy or something, just remember that it's just, those are just chemicals in your brain being released or these emotions that are being released. Emotions is just a chemical and, you know, that chemical gets released into your body and into your bloodstream and then boom, you, you feel it and then, and then it goes straight to your mind, and then, then you respond to it, and then you say, okay, this is true, or whatever, or whatever, but, you know, it's some guys, you know, what they do, when a girl really makes them happy, and sometimes the guy's like, oh my God, he's really, really, really happy, oh, this is the truth, 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 and then, the, and then some guys can't handle the truth, so they go to the extent they overboard it, and they're so happy, oh, she's making me feel this way, oh, she loves me, she loves me, she loves me, and then, and then the guy's too happy, and the girl's like, oh, my God, this guy's so fucking weird, so she stops talking to him, you know? Some guys, they know this. They know this, so they hit the brakes, and they're like, okay, keep your cool, keep your cool, you know? Keep it, keep it. Don't, don't, don't be overzealous. Relax, you know? And uh, some guys keep the girl, and, you know, sometimes they do, and sometimes they don't, but they, they do a hell of a lot better than the guy who responds to it that, that's super-duper happy. 
you know, so uh, emotions play a big part in relationships, and that's just another talk, that's, a, that's another discussion that we should have, but um, yeah, all right, thank you for tuning in, and uh, yeah, you know what, I'm going to talk more about this, this needs to be talked about, and uh, let me know what you guys think, all right. Bye. You guys have a wonderful evening and day.